Hey, and welcome back to Faith Field Woman. This is your host, Kristen. You guys, today I have a guest. We have an amazing conversation. We are going to talk about if we find ourselves upset, stuck in emotions, or stuck not being able to process something. Why is that? And how do we get past that? How do we heal ourselves from traumatic relationships? And how do we look to God for our satisfaction, our love, and our security instead of everywhere else we seem to be looking? It's such a packed conversation. There's so many good things shared today. I cannot wait to share this conversation with you. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what he has for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. I am an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God to design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God and your family, this is the podcasting community for you. Your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen, and let's be encouraged. Hi, today on the podcast, I would like to welcome Arletha Brown. She is a Christian business coach, just a positive and inspiring person, and she is the podcast host of New Oil Podcast. I want to welcome her today and start off with having her share a little bit of her story. Welcome, Arletha. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen, for having me today. I appreciate you. Oh, so good. I love how you're helping people really see kind of how they need to heal their mind and soul and kind of look to God for, you know, partnering with God really right in their purpose to kind of step out in the world. And we need to really heal ourselves in order to fully hear what God's trying to tell us. And so before we jump into that really important and great conversation, can you just tell us a little bit about your background and what you're doing now? Sure. So I have a business background. I'm a business major. Um, I have a background in psychology and um, a background in healing. I'm actually a God through the Holy Spirit. I'm a healer. I have healing power in my hand and I have uh, healing in my voice. And I was... Um, called by God to heal his people in business and out of business. So a little about myself. So I've been in uh, some relationships that were narcissistic. Um, I have some of that in my family. Um, and so I've lived through a lot of narcissism, narcissism, excuse me. Um, I've had relationships where it was PTSD. Um, some of my clients have had that. And so that is my background. Um, to deal with um, people on, on, in those situations um, who are dealing with, and I myself have dealt with um, that real raw area with the Lord where um, it gets dirty and it gets a little ugly and you don't want to touch those parts. Um, but God has sent me to be that person that I didn't have, um, to be that voice that wasn't there for me. And so um, it's in my heart, it's my passion to um, be there for God's sons and daughters because no one was there for me in that time. And God was there for me in that time, but an actual person was there for me in that time. And it really strengthened me and gave me a skin, you know, uh, skin in the game to jump in and help and heal others who, uh, you know, are just feel alone in that space. And they feel like there's no one to reach out um, in that healing process. A lot of people have a lot of memes online and a lot of, uh, you know, these little videos and reels where it says no one's showing up. That's not true. Someone is showing up. There's definitely someone showing up. I'm here. There are other coaches out here who are willing to 
um, have your back and hold your hand through that time where you don't have to do this alone. Because for some people that counts them out, you know, it, it counts them out and they don't get to where they're going because they feel like they have to do it alone. And I'm here to tell you, you don't. So good. And so important, that message. Gosh, I, I love how you're, you know, using your story, which, you know, is, is the case with most of us, right? Is when we finally get yeah. far enough in our journey that we have some perspective and some healing, mm-hmm. we're able to then bring other people along. And so I love that that's how you're, you're working in the world and showing up and that God's calling you to show up. So I guess the first thing I would say, so let maybe let's start with if someone, I think we will get around to talking about maybe if someone finds themselves in a relationship like you were talking about, well, maybe we'll touch on that later. But first I want to start with, what if we just find ourselves stuck in some strong emotions or feelings that, you know, we, we can't seem to be processing, right? So maybe we're just feeling angry at the world or angry at something or someone we're feeling defensive all the time. We're feeling frustrated or sad or maybe hopeless. So mm-hmm. what's the first thing you tell us if, if these emotions and these feelings are coming up and they're kind of consistent, right? Yeah. What would you say, what do we do with that? You know, because there's going to be times where we all go through those seasons, but what would mm-hmm. you tell us you've learned from your process and that, you know, God's prompting you to share with us about this? I would say to face that, don't keep ignoring it. It probably keeps coming back because you keep ignoring the matter and it's on God's heart. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's on God's heart to show you something in a place where you need to change or face a place where you need to face. Or it might even be something he's calling you to. He might be calling you to go through this type of process so that you can help someone else. You can hold their hand through the same thing. A lot of times we get angry, we get upset, and we don't realize that these are um, your little pokes from the Holy Spirit to let you know that you need healing in this area. And it might not feel good to face it. It might not feel um, okay to look in the mirror and really see that you're angry and you're upset. But you have to pause. And you have to realize that in showing up and facing this matter, you're showing up for yourself. And when you don't face that anger, when you don't face that hurt, you're pushing yourself to your side and you're really saying, I don't matter. My feelings don't matter. Maybe somewhere in your past, in your childhood, maybe in a relationship with your your mom or your dad or wherever, someone told you that you didn't matter and you kind of have this arrested development of not processing things correctly. So when you get older, you push those angers and those feelings to the side and you don't address them because you never have before. Maybe it's not easy to you or you don't know how to process it. But God is definitely pointing it out to you to either get you to realize that you do matter He does love you. He does want you healed so that you're not walking around with a half empty cup. You can show up for yourself and you can show up for your family. Because let's face it, when you have children and a husband and a whole business and a household, it's not easy to operate on a half empty cup. You need to pour into yourself because if you're not full, then no one else gets all of you either. So it's important to face that anger that, you know, even being pissed off sometimes. I know we don't like to use that word, but it happens. You you get yeah. in the get in the Dunkin' Donuts line and your coffee has no sugar in it, and you have this reaction to something that was coffee. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, overreaction, <laughs> if you will. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's time to put some sugar in it when you get home and really face why you reacted to that young lady or that man the way you did, 
and mm-hmm. kind of hone in on where do I need to, to have healing? Where do I need to have change? And what is God saying to me at this time? And go to prayer and ask him, God, why does this keep coming up? You know, they say we have not because we ask not. Ask him. And that goes across the board. It goes in your emotions and your finances and your business in your home, in everything, ask God, why do I keep um, getting angry or why am I so sad or feeling depressed in this area? What is this? Can you reveal it to me? And sometimes you can ask him to reveal it to you, like reveal it to me like a baby. Reveal it to me easy like ABC so that I don't miss it, you know, because sometimes we might miss what God is saying. We don't want to miss that. Oh. For sure. So, yeah, so that is so good, first of all. And that was so encouraging, I think, those words, you know, that someone I know some people need to hear. But what do we do then, right? Besides, you know, just lift it up to prayer. But then you obviously help people really do the work, right, in their own lives. So are there any other things that you would just tell us to do, right? Is it journaling? Is it with a counselor? Mm -hmm. You know, so tell us a little bit about that. What else can we do? Sorry. So a big part of that would be absolutely journaling, writing down how you're feeling mm-hmm. and expressing that and going back, come back and read it again. Don't just write it down and kind of forget it or push it to the side. Write yeah. it all down and come back to it and maybe daily journal so you can see consistently where this pops up at, you know, mm-hmm. or you can. Um, uh, this is hard. This one is hard that I'm going to say this is really hard. You can go to someone like your husband or your children and ask them, do you notice a change in mom? This is this is not easy. <laughs> this yeah. is not for the heart because you may not like your, your reaction. You may not like the answer. But this is this is part of doing the work. This is part of a process that I do with my clients. Going to those closest to you and asking them, do you see a change in me? If you had to look back in the past couple of weeks, what would you say changed in mommy? You know, um, from the start start of your day to the end of your day, what do you feel like mommy, where mommy changed that? Or to your husband, you know, um, you know, my love, I just want to sit down and have dinner with you and have a little dinner with him and ask him, you know, do you see a change in me? And is it a good change? You know, um, where do you think that maybe I could um, fine tune or step up or change or, you know, maybe be better at, you know, and they will tell you. A lot of times they will tell you a lot of times there are um, this hidden unforgiveness in the other person um, that you're living with and you don't even know it. You may have stepped on their toe or, or you may have nudged them or did something and they hold, held on to it and brushed it off and never even addressed it and said it to you. And it's so small and then it blows up into something bigger and then it changes attitudes and it, it brings up things uh, from your past and when you were childhood and it starts to be this whole big thing and this whole meltdown when it was something so minute and small. So I would absolutely start, I would say to journal daily and to um, address and go to the people that are around you and ask them how they feel about it. Hmm. That's good. And the only thing I'd add to that is when we do that, I think we have to be ready and, mm-hmm. you know, take a breath to not get defensive, right? The, right? It's not the time for us to go back and say, well, I didn't, it's the time right. to, Think of the right words you're going to say as a response. Like, mm-hmm. I really appreciate you sharing with me what you're seeing, right? We don't mm-hmm. have to agree with them or not. We just right. have to hear them and then have time to process it without trying to respond and be right. defensive, which is hard, right. right? And so I think mm-hmm. we have to go into it knowing, all right, I'm going to come up with a statement. And I have some somewhere I have written down that I heard 
um, someone I follow that's like a really well-known therapist. They have mm-hmm. certain statements that you can say in situations like that. I'll see if I can find them to share. But it's really like we have to go into it knowing, okay, what is a statement I can say so that I don't blurt out and cause right. more conflict and I can hear them, right? And you're, so not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not trying accepting. to be argumentative either. You're trying to... You're trying to find a tool, right? Is thing you're trying to find something that from that person that you can use as a tool to yeah. fix your situation. You're not looking for anything negative. You're looking for a positive, and they might have a negative response, but right. you're taking that as a tool to use it for your for your time. Yeah, it's more like taking um, a pulse beyond yourself, right? Mm-hmm. In other words, or a survey. You're you're saying like this is from my perspective what. I'm starting to notice, but are other people noticing it? So, right. You're trying to kind of just take, um, you know, it's like an indicator if what you're seeing or feeling within yourself or noticing is Mm -hmm. what other people are noticing, right? So you're trying to validate if this is really an area that's maybe you're having something going on or, or maybe it's just not so much a thing. So I think it's Mm -hmm. important for that, right? It's so that we can really do the work, but we can get someone that we trust and we, Um, believe what they would tell us and that, that they do it out of love, that they're sharing with us something that could help us, right? Help us grow. That's it. I love that. A pulse outside of your pulse. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So let's just for a minute jump into, let's say that you are in a situation or you have been recently, right? Where you, you were in a relationship, whether it's in your family or the significant other, you know, whoever you're with in that type of relationship that was, um, you know, whatever put you down or was narcissistic or abusive or whatever it might be. And I don't even mean it has to be extremely that way, right? It can just mean that you didn't feel, you felt less than or were treated less than in some way, right? Mm-hmm. But what can we do if that's kind of what we're walking through or we're just coming out of like, you've been through this, you help people with this. So what advice do you have for us to heal from that? Like, How do we start there and what do we do? So, um, again, you definitely have to address the person. If they have gave you a feeling that you didn't like, you have to show up for yourself and tell them that you didn't like it, you know? Um, and in that situation, again, be ready for that response. But, um, it's all about showing up for you. And a lot of people may see that as selfish, but it's really not because if you're not okay, then everyone around you is not. And you are God's vessel and he's asking you to protect what he's giving you. He's giving you life and life abundantly. And you can't flow in that life abundantly if you're not protecting yourself and protecting your emotions and your feelings and giving yourself that balance that you need. And by showing up for yourself, you're giving yourself that balance that you need in your life that makes it so that you're okay to process and you're okay to work and you're okay mentally to be stable every day just to function. You know, um, and so I would say to that person that is in that relationship or, um, you know, family or whatever the, the situation is to address that person and to tell them how you felt in that situation. And there's either going to be one or two answers. It's going to be negative or it's going to be positive. But if it's positive, beautiful. Now you guys are strengthening your relationship mm-hmm. and you're bringing some boundaries and some balance. And if it's negative, then you need to go home and assess that relationship. Is this relationship serving me? Do I need this relationship anymore? And is God calling me to this person's life at this time? 
because that person may be acting like that because maybe you're there to heal them. Maybe you're there to help them and they're fighting. Yeah. They're fighting you being in their life. Or this is going on long enough. Right. And this is a relationship that you need to end. You need to assess and, and ask yourself and ask God, are you telling me to stay? Am I here to help them? Or do I need to remove myself mm-hmm. from this because it's hurting me and it's, it's depleting me and it's draining me and it's not adding to me in any way. So assess the situation and see and ask God and see, do you, do I need to stay or do I need to remove myself? That's so important. And it sounds like also the other thing you'd add to that is find someone that you can confide in. You can talk to about, you know, this person, that relationship so that you make sure you do have a sounding board. Right. And you have, and that maybe you're, rationalizing something when it might be time to end something or have a distance, but yeah. you're not clearly seeing it. So I think that's why it's always important to have a trusted advisor, confidant mm-hmm. friend, right. That can, can always be with you, or you can discuss some of these things with, to make sure you're once again, right. Is it your perception or is this really, you know, maybe a lot a, a thing that needs to be addressed, like even more so right. than you might realize. Sometimes you'll have a gut feeling and you're ignoring that gut feeling and you know that you need to separate yourself. So sometimes you can go to a person and sometimes it's right there and in you, you know, it's it's innate, you know, you need to let go. Yeah. Well, that's, that's so good. So let me ask you, uh, one of the things kind of on the idea if we're always feeling these certain emotions or we're stuck in a certain area, we already talked about that, but why does it seem that so many of us are looking to the world, we're looking for our money or other people or the things we buy to kind of satisfy us, right? We're searching in all the wrong places for peace and love and gratification and security. You know, so what have you found out about that, you know, along this journey? And then how do you, how do we point back to God, which is, you know, really where we're going to get this from, right? That peace mm-hmm. and fulfillment. So that's like, um, that's like a double question. That's like a, a lot of questions in one. <laughs> um, so I would say that I, I actually hear the Holy Spirit saying that a lot of people are doing that because they feel like they're out of control. And so they're grasping on ways of the world as a form of control when God is telling them to relinquish that control to him and surrender. Um a lot of people are in relationships that they don't like or they're at jobs that they don't like. They're they're in these nine to fives forever. And they're like looking at their 401ks and they're uh, praying they could leave their job tomorrow. And, you know, a lot of people are in a lot of situations where they don't have any control. And so they look for the instant gratification and money and food in uh, people and places and things because they feel like they've lost the grip. They lost the grasp of having control. And so they gravitate to these things um, to gain a sense of control, but it's an illusion. It's not an actual sense of control. And so God is calling us as his children back to surrender to him and give him the control because there was no explosion and we came here. God made us in making us. He prepared in us what he, the plan that he had for us. He had a plan before we were in our mother's womb, Jeremiah 29 and 11. And he's telling us to get back to that, get back to the plan that he had for you and surrender and relinquish the control to him 
Because when he's in control, you're covered. When he's in control, now you're safe. When he's in control, you're getting everything. And he's your shepherd and you're lacking nothing. But when you try to grab control in the ways of the world, now you're lost. Now you're empty. Now you feel yourself where you have to continuously eat those things and continuously grasp when God will fill your cup. And that can be it. That can be all. And you can have a peace about that control. You know, so I think a lot of us have maybe lost our way in a sense and tried to grab control in the wrong way and in the wrong places when God is saying, give that and send that back over to me. Oh, so good. I just had an interview. Actually, it was last week, but I think it, it releases next week. But we just talked about something similar, which was so many of us feel unsatisfied in some area of our life or maybe multiple areas. Because we keep striving, we keep mm. striving for something, striving for success, instead of living from a place and understanding and knowing a purpose. Yeah. Right? And our purpose comes from God and we have to mm. know what that purpose is and who he's made us to be. And when we don't mm. focus on that, we think, oh, the next job, the next income bump, the bigger house, right? The, the fancier car, the husband, mm. whatever it is. Will, will finally make us feel like, ah, right? Like, but it never does, right? right? It never does because we're on a hamster wheel. Mm. We're never going to get that satisfaction, that fulfillment, that peace when we're chasing our own tail. Wait a minute, we don't have tail. You know what I mean? Like That's going good. back around, around, around mm-hmm. because it only comes from one place. And it's right. easy to forget that, I think. Mm-hmm. It, it's very easy to forget that when you work a regular nine to five. You know, where you're part of the PTA meeting and you're part of people that are, you know, of the world. It's hard yeah. to to pull away from that when you slipped into that and it kind of reels you in. And when it reels you in, it feels comfortable. It feels like a safe place, but you're really not safe. And it's really not comfortable at the end of the day right. when you have all these emotions and all these things that you need to be fulfilled. And God is the only one that can fulfill them. Mm-hmm. And you keep going to the wrong place. So, yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I mean, and I definitely sometimes talk about this and and I'll share again, but the days that I get in the word the most, the days Mm -hmm. that I start my day off that way, the Mm -hmm. days that I keep taking breaks and pausing, appreciate the world he's made, just really, you know, ask for him to, you know, invite him into my day, into the conversation Mm -hmm. we're having now, all the things. Yes. I am a calmer person. I am more patient. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel more joy than the times where maybe I've gotten a bit away from that. And I see the change in me within a Mm -hmm. day, you know, within a day, I can see the difference. Yeah. A lot of people are waking up and they're praying and they're getting in their word and they're having a cup of coffee and it becomes a routine and there's no actual pause. There's no actual quiet time to hear what God is saying. You know, and we don't all audibly hear from God, but just to give him that space and that time of quiet, he will speak to you in different ways. So just to pay him that respect um, should be in your routine. A lot of us, like I said, we pray, we read our Bible, we grab our coffee and we go on about our day. And that absolutely helps. That absolutely is a routine that you should have. But add to that routine some quiet time where your mind is not boggled down and there's not a whole bunch of things coming in it at once and you're not online and going through this uh, 
ups and downs of roller coasters of emotions when you're, you know, scrolling through Instagram, you know, um, that can be um, an emotional roller coaster where you scroll and someone's crying, you scroll and someone's happy, you scroll and someone's having a birthday party, you scroll and, you know what I mean? That is mentally can be a disaster for someone who doesn't take that quiet space to really quiet and hone in on what God is saying to you. So to your routine, add, even if it's five minutes, that that's enough, you know? At that time where it's just for you and God and it's a, a mental space for you to really calm down and dial down and at, do that at the beginning of your day. Do that at the beginning of your day so you clear out that space so that whatever God needs to bring into that space, it's not flooded. It's not crowded already. You're telling God, I'm emptying room for you and I'm emptying room for what it is you're saying and what it is I'm asking you. Because you can have a prayer where you're asking a lot of things and you're saying a lot of things. And now God is saying, okay, give me that space to answer you. Yeah, so true. And I think one of the struggles is we have gotten uncomfortable with quiet, with silence, mm-hmm. and with not actually doing something. Like, I mean, busyness doing, right? Like, right. think about how many of us now versus many, many years ago, if we're standing in a line, what do we do? Mm-hmm. We don't like just standing there. We want to get our phone out and do things, scroll, scroll, scroll. Like you just said, the problem is it never lets us, lets our minds quiet or our bodies quiet down. Yeah, That's also keeps our stress up when we're always doing and we're never releasing. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's actually even more important that you actually brought that up, which is we need silence because that's a time of rest and reset and Mm -hmm. communion or communing. But it's so much more important than we realize, I think, because I think mm-hmm. our default for a lot of us has now become picking up our device mm-hmm. as soon as we don't have something we're doing. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of times we're picking up our devices even when we're doing something else. And so I think it's important for us to notice our patterns and mm-hmm. see not only the minutes in the morning, which is so important, right, to be with God, but then throughout the day, are we taking pauses from all the things, all the yeah. noise and the clutter in the outside messages right just to be silent just to be pressed and it goes back to what you're saying before why are you when a person's saying why am i always feeling angry why am i always feeling upset your body will tell on you and it will tell yeah. you things it'll tell right. you listen hello um we're angry because you always have your face and your nose in instagram <laughs> we're angry because we need time with god Right. We're upset because we need to get back to how it was when you first had that first love for God, when you first gave your mm-hmm. life to him. God mm-hmm. wants you to get back to that in your body and your mind will tell you, listen, we want to get back to this. There's a routine you had that you've fallen out of, yeah. you know, and we want to get back to. So Arlifa, tell us, how can people connect with you online? How can they find out more about what you're doing in the world and just the messages that you're sharing with people? You can reach me at my website. That's www.newoilpublishingllc.com. Or you can reach me on Instagram at coach8 underscore B. Um, you can also reach me at, um, at new underscore oil underscore publishing. Um, and I'm available. You can DM me, you can message me. Um, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to serve. I love it. I'm so glad that we have people like you 
showing up in the world and even showing up mm-hmm. online, you know, that so people can see these messages of hope and positivity and pointing and shining light for people towards God and the hope and the messages, you know, that he has for us. And so thank you for what you're doing. It's amazing. And I'm really glad you joined us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this time just to spread God's word and what he's saying and to let people know that there is deliverance and there is healing. So good. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.